When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible XFi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. And you wore your shirt today when we got the cameras going, so I'm pretty sure you... You got the cameras going? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you see the lights, huh? Look up there. Oh. You see yourself up there? Oh, damn. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Look at this nigga. Put your phone down. That's what the camera's are for. Hey, Sp- ready. Yeah. Spider got you. You Man, can get any angle. I should have put on my reality is, we, I need to get another one. You got one. it right behind you. Yeah, yeah you do. Okay, all right. Artesia always shout, uh, shout out to the homie Najee B. He still does the Mind Over Matter podcast, but I think since he started his juice. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the juice priority. joint. I don't know if it's, it ain't the juice joint. Everybody's but he start, juice. Everybody's juice. But he started like, a, you know, um, what is it? Give me the words. He started what, a, like juice a juice brand. brand? I know, a but like juice the healthy yeah. juice brands. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Styles P and them did up yeah, in yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Juices for life. So does he have a brick and mortar or is it just? No. I think it's online right yeah, now. Yeah, it's okay. online right I'm gonna now. I'm going to get more of that information because yeah, I would like to say something about it to let yeah. people know because I think he does ship it. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, if you want to ship something, you ship it and you get it out there. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, That's dope. Yeah, I love that because I think that we need more of that. Um, I was having a conversation with a person about black businesses yeah. and community and stuff like that. And we'll get into it when we start talking. But I think that's another thing that we should kind of hit on is um, talking about, you know, if we want to do an all, all black initiative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to have the things that we need for sustainability. Yeah, that's true. Right. You and you got to start dipping into it. Because yeah. the thing about it is, and we'll dive into it. We could turn up the music. We already got Jay Electronica, Jay Electronica going in the background. Today's yeah. music is chosen yeah. by... Frank, the franchise. The franchise. And Spider, the DJ. I'm in the building. Yes, sir. With Spider, DJ. Now shut uh, the fuck up. No, 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 no. <laughs> DJ, engineer extraordinaire. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. Just sit down. Don't you come out to defend our enemy. You sit down and you shut up and tell your master to come on out and deal with this. Next time they bring up the guns, you gonna respect us. That little best ain't gonna do you. As we get older, shit is starting to change. Like sometimes I literally be taking a shower sometimes or if I'm talking, like I won't even breathe and won't realize that I'm not breathing. And she told me this several times when we were together. She was like, when you're sleeping, sometimes you worry me because you're not snoring, you're not breathing hard, you're not breathing at all. At all. She's like, it's periods of time where you... Yeah, 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 that's what happens. So I was like, I'm not going to take the test and nothing. I know that's pretty much what it is. I just need to go. So Only only you, somebody will tell you that you're not breathing. You say, oh, I'm not going to take the test. I just know what it is. Just not gonna breathe in your sleep. <laughs> at least I'm one of them niggas who will who will go. Right, I'm going. Like I'm going. <laughs> yeah, that's I good. Know, like I know I have to get a prostate exam pretty soon. Yes. Like God. right Thirty seven. Yeah, I gotta find somebody to dig my ass prior to this. Yeah, a female. They got somebody. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. yeah. They got some. They got some. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. I'm not even sure what. The <laughs> no, fuck. I'm just saying. <laughs> the doctor does that. Yeah, but I need to find. Like I would prefer yeah. a female to take some turns, some take some chances. They have some practitioners. Yeah, that, yeah. So that's what my my file them nails down. Yeah, yeah, I had, need a woman, man. A little plastic joint. Yeah, I need a woman because yeah. I, I one thing I would tell you is white men have big hands. Them motherfuckers. If you look at white, noticed. if you look at white man's, their hands are huge. Look at your fat doctor's fingers. hands. Fat, fat fingers. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, they fingers fat. are huge. I ain't trying to have no white Norwegian motherfucker stick his finger up my ass. I'm talking about take just just ease. Yeah, ease nothing. Ease nothing. Nah, yeah. 
It's different. Blow it out. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Uh-uh. But, so, but it's important. Help. It is. So first of all, today, Frank, if you want to lead the, the podcast, feel free to do anybody who wants to jump in and lead. Feel free to do so. What I yeah. want people to understand is this is no longer just a two man podcast or a one man podcast. You know, I did. Oh, one woman, so. one man. It ain't no, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing no, like if that. If you want to say that, he want okay. all the credit. No, really. You know, he's a Libra. They, they, yeah, they like you got to take it off. It's okay. <laughs> he but you know that's not what we'll it. let him have I know, no, don't do that. We'll let don't him have do it. That. He no, don't like that. Don't do that because you can't do that because people take over, Frank. Because people don't understand. Take a breath, man. Take a breath. So check this out. This is what we're going to do today, because right now we are recording shows within and during this quarantine, as we talked about before, we're thriving during this thing. But I think that one thing that helps us to thrive, and that's what I want to talk to y'all about, is this idea of balance. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like you have to be able to balance life. You have to be able to do the things that you actually have to do. But you also have to intentionally incorporate things that balance you, things that energize you. So I want to ask y'all specifically i can i can assume and we yeah. can all assume based on what our creative uh interests are yeah what balances us but i wanted to talk to y'all specifically about that and then i wanted to kind of get into what balances me balance is like you meaning like how we stay balanced through everyday life with everything we're dealing with yes i smoke mm-hmm. um i masturbate <laughs> and then unorthodox when, and, when, and when i'm not masturbating i'm trying to find somebody to take care of that need right because i mean you don't want to touch yourself all the time <laughs> You don't. No, Sometimes you need to be touched by a human being with a flesh and no. a fleshy hand. You know what? I say Ain't nothing this. like a shaved woman. I don't want to change a the shaved woman? Like shaved and like she just feel fleshy. Oh, like soft and fleshy. Yeah, soft, yeah. man. All these people be wanting these women with hard bodies. I don't want this no, shit. You can have body, a thick yeah. leg. Like I used to tell RTs, I was like, you got a nice size thigh. Don't tone that bitch up to the point to where when I touch yeah, you, it feel like mine. Exactly. Like, I ain't nothing like fleshy skin, bro. The fitness models have always been my That's too thing. much for me. I, they can the, get the dick, but it's too much for me. Yeah, I never liked the hard body. Nah, myself. man. I don't need to feel my that is shit. Hey. Okay, so let me ask you some follow-up questions. Please. So you said that you smoke. I like this nigga because I like getting asked questions, and nobody ever asked me questions. <laughs> this dude said he smokes and he masturbates, right? So, so, so I guess what I want to know I'm working on Audible. <laughs> How does that? While or, you smoke and masturbate. Yeah, does that at all? Seriously, and this is an honest question. Okay. Does that at all really feed your um, ability to be creative? It does. So, and and I'll be honest. I'll be. Let me be serious, so people can actually take me serious. <laughs> I did say smoke because if you listen to the podcast, I started smoking marijuana like two years ago or cannabis. Uh-huh. Like let's let's use the business term. So I used to, I started smoking cannabis about two and a half years ago when I had Bell's palsy. Right. What I realized at that point, and I never did any kind of drug, even when I was selling, because they always tell you don't get high if you don't right, supply. And then after watching, you know, paid in full and all these mm-hmm. types of shows, like I just never did it. So the time that I did it and saw how it helped ease my mind, how if you have like a, a sativa, uh, it could help you with your mood during the day. How right. if you have an indica, it can indica. help put you to sleep mm-hmm. at night if you yeah. if you have an insomnia. It's so many medical things that it can be used right. for. So for me, it helped. And then it helps free your mind to where I've told her several times and I'm sure Spider can attest to this. It's kind of like on that uh, that movie uh, Half Bait. Mm-hmm. And remember when he, uh, Dave Chappelle was talking to the white guy? I forgot his name. He's on TV now. Got his own night show. And he's like, "Have you ever watched this show on weed?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When yeah. you watch a movie <laughs> on weed, yeah. sometimes I see the whole premise of the movie. If I don't see the true intent of the movie, another thing that I'll see is I'll kind of put myself into the film, meaning like I'm on set and I see myself watching them mm-hmm. with the lights and cameras and. I'm, it's weird, it's but weird. you really think in depth. Real high. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. He gets super high. Nigga, I sink into the couch and I'm focused. That's dope. That's dope. So okay. it helps with that. With masturbation, honestly, it helps relieve. Like it keeps me with a one track mind. Right. I'm a sexual person, as people know. So if I go out 
like when me and her was together and I would go out with homegirls or I would go out by myself, I would always tell her, like if I wasn't around her, I masturbated before I went out. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always going to be looking at ass, but you know how it is. When you take the edge off, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah, focus on what it is you need to to focus on. You can look at the ass still, but you ain't going to look at the ass and be wanting the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The baby batter on the brain. It's we all for that shit. That. When you take that baby batter out, we have a totally It's a focus. It literally comes out with Exactly. The and desire. then physical <laughs> sex just kind of helps me, especially with me being single. It's like if I'm intimate, or whatever the case may be, like she'll tell you, like that's one thing about me. I play a lot, but I'm a very intimate person. Mm-hmm. So it's like I search for intimacy. Okay. Like we did more movie nights and shit in than we did all the time, like going out or we would travel together. Right. Mm-hmm. Travel. That beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So that so that does actually feed, and that's what I wanted to yeah, get into. It does. How does the the balance that you have that you seek in your life feed your creativity? Because that's really what it's about. You know, when we're when you're, I'm sure that there's times when you're fully immersed in the work that you're doing. Yeah. But the only way that you could really fully immerse in that and be focused is because you take out the time to do those other things that that relax you and lighten you know the load. Yeah, yeah, no question. When I have a free mind, I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, we went to so your birthday just passed last week. But Gemini. I think it was two years ago. Was it two or three years ago when we went to San Diego? And we got the uh, the the hotel on the beach, mm-hmm. like just hearing that shit oh, yeah. at oh, night, God. and then walking out and having the, the 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 pool that pretty much runs into the beach. Yeah. Like that shit oh, was amazing. Beautiful. So yeah. when you see things that you've never seen before, you do things that you've never done before, mm-hmm. or you focus on those things or find those things that open up your creativity. Yeah. For me, a free mind and not worried about stress allows creativity to happen. Right. When I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about how to pay a bill yeah. or how yeah, I got to yeah, do yeah. this, or how, just that like, regular shit. Just that regular you deal shit with every day. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Well, so for me, mine yeah. is a little bit more spiritual. All right. Um, I do a lot of yoga. I do a lot mm-hmm. of journaling, mm-hmm. meditation along those lines. And that's what keeps me grounded and focused. And it relieves stress. Um, recently started working out, getting serious about that. Yeah. So I've noticed that the way that I see myself now helps me be more creative and allow myself to be more free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you see yourself being more creative, like you're talking about, in what ways? Um, in all aspects, like from work to being around a house with the kids, family life, business, side hustles, all of that. I think those practices have helped me really step it up in those areas. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think I try to tell people um, that create like if people say this is a creative, that's a creative. They usually point to specific things that they mm-hmm. do like. Exactly. Podcasts like your promo. She masturbates too. Let's not get it twisted. She, I, I listen to that and clip. it's been Mr. real Mr. heavy Brown. lately. I listen to that. I literally oh, I had to that a, I spent so much money during quarantine on sex toys. <laughs> Let me just put that You and there. every other woman. Okay. So just just name a couple of ones that you oh purchased. Oh my God. Just what, what so, are they actually? I need to look up the one I purchased. You got one For yourself. It's just this little Japanese sleeve thing. <laughs> was it his flesh fleshlight? He, he no. called me and was like, yo. Yo. <laughs> I was getting ready to come. I was hitting that thing. I said, oh. <laughs> and you could put your thumb over the top of this little but circle in like it. You just trying to put me out breath. there though. Take a breath. <laughs> she mastered. <laughs> everybody, man, if you ain't touching you, yourself, you tripping. Yeah. No, I didn't know you had a toy though. We want to talk more about that later. Let me find that toy. Yeah, no, he has plenty. <laughs> um, so what I order <laughs> I order mostly like because I I've always mostly been about penetration, so I order like a lot of clit stimulators. Mm-hmm. You know, just okay. Lots of different things. Very good. Very Let Casey dive into that when she gets. Yeah, in. yeah, that, that, that's, peel that's back that layer. More, yeah, it's hard for women. It's, it's hard for men to peel her layer. I know. So I let see. that woman peel that layer. But but I have to commend her for even and you know just in, entering into this conversation and. I mean, and, uh, I was kind of pulled into it. So <laughs> yeah, you were, but you came right in though. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I think it's it's really cool that um, when you when you look at 
say creativity. Like I said, most people point to something specific, mm-hmm. but or something artsy. And I've always been guilty of that too because I consider myself right. to be a technical person. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes when he and I would have conversations, I'd be like, "Well, you're the creative. That's not my lane." Right. But then. But- Eventually, I'm doing the same thing or something similar. I may not be able to do it exactly like he can, right, but the idea it. is there. And yeah. what do I tell you when you say that? Well, well now she don't remember. I don't remember. remember. <laughs> I support her and say, oh, you are creative. You can think about this. Or oh, I yeah. give her ex- in different See, ways. niggas forget when you. T- after. Niggas forget when you. <laughs> you when you like, la- I'm tired. I can't be the only person thinking of all these things. Well, I mean, a nigga has been doing it for seven years. Like, I mean, seven because, whole years. Go, yeah, on to, hey, go kinda, and ride your own dick for a little bit. You no, kind of fall even... into the habit of that's your role. This is my role. This is what. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. one individual thing that you, even if you're not creating, like mm-hmm. I always tell her, I'm like, give me an idea that you think about. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when I'm posting stuff, like I have to say these things on a podcast because I'm pretty sure people are watching. They probably be like, it's always his voice. It's always his face. It's always this and that. And I'm the creator, so it could easily be seen as right. he's just always doing for himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But after our last episode, what did I tell you? I called you and I said, hey, Frank, you had a lot of great points. Yeah. I tried to give him some coaching tips. I he said, did. He did some great, great tips. I said, I'm, I said, you have a lot of great points, but your story can be a little long-winded. Mm-hmm. I said, so instead of telling a two-minute story, tell a 30-second story. Mm-hmm. Maybe tell the gist of it at the beginning and then the explanation after. Because if you tell the gist of it at the beginning, they're going to be like, like if you say, man, I was taking a shit and something, and, and they, whatever it is, and it's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. That, you can hit the laugh track. Ah, <laughs> what a laugh track! I don't have a. <laughs> that. Oh, that's not normally, right. he normally he gets my. Yeah, normally he gets right. <laughs> but I told him I was like, you know, a lot of your stories are good. I was like, but tell them at the beginning and then tell the after and effect. Go into yeah and draw it in. I because that. I told him I said I want to use you and I want to put your face out here. Same thing I tell Artizi. I was like. She tells good stories, but you've heard me crack jokes about her on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I like to give every detail, and that's not ooh, good. This for is not a uh, crime. What is this criminal? Whatever <laughs> yeah. that show is, this number one on that's the charts the for podcasting. <laughs> but you need to find a job there. Right. <laughs> and I even have to catch myself when he's telling stories because he just he has his own way of telling stories. Uh-huh. And sometimes when he's talking, I'll like want to jump in and correct him because I'm very like detailed. Right, right, right. So I'm trying to you learn how then? to. Yeah, because she'd be like, "No, that didn't happen first. This happened first. Right. And I'm like, and, and that's, that's like, useful. In order. It right. is useful. Yeah. But I, I just think I tell her all the time, I was like, storytelling is an art. Like I watch a lot it of is. Western movies and shit. And they didn't have TVs. Mm-hmm. So when you think about before they had TVs, when they only had radios and when they didn't have a radio, right. they niggas sat around a campfire. And to be like engulfed in a conversation, a nigga gotta really be telling a good story. You really gotta tell think about story. like commentators and radio broadcasters before podcasting or even this podcast. If you can have people sit in and hone and in on what you're saying for saying. 30 uh, minutes to an hour mm-hmm. even when I talk like this like outside of the podcast she knows I'm more chill mm-hmm. but I tell her all the time Try you have to have an if <laughs> this motherfucker you have to have some kind of tone yeah with your podcast when you're telling the story because they only hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I, we always used to talk Definitely about when dudes would come on and be like, yo, this is Anthony Roberts so the reality is yeah. today we're going to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> this is not what that's about. Yeah. Right. Like if you want to sound sexy, okay. <laughs> that's okay too. Have that kind of show. Yeah. But like the one thing that I hear listeners say about. when they talk to us, they be like, everybody on your show keeps us engaged because they feed off your erratic energy. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as I come in, it's like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. so she has to be like, yo, calm yeah, down. Yeah, calm or you down. have to be like, nigga, you tripping. <laughs> so it's like, I, by me acting crazy, it at least brings y'all up from the base mm-hmm. to the middle. Yeah. And then when I need to come down, y'all can come down and brings my ass down. Right. Yeah, it's, it's that. Well, again, I think we kind of go back to balance. And I don't think that this, that's the name of this podcast. But that is perfect. Like that. But, but that's the, what's that's your balance the, could be. What's your balance? Right. So, mm-hmm. but that's that yin and yang shit. You know what I'm saying? Like where, wherever we might be, 
a little bit more chill and low energy in certain mm-hmm. areas, you bring us up and then we can get there. And anytime we need to bring you down and chill, you can come down there with us and have a conversation down there too. But how many people really fuck with the podcast? Because listen to this, man. Like I was so excited <laughs> when I created that last clip where I was talking and we was like, everybody can eat. And it was in harmony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. I know. Yeah. I saw that too. Look I at God, man. Come on, man. I heard that too. When actually, I saw that I shit, I was like, that, post that it wasn't even playing. No, 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 no. It's I like she that. knows, but that. because you've been around for a while, it just literally went in. I was like, yeah, that's going to be the name of the podcast. Yeah. Everybody can eat. Yeah. And literally, I don't know why I wanted to say it, but everybody <laughs> said it like in harmony. And when everybody I created that clip, I was like, we already on the right path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For it to happen that fucking soon, I was like, yep, yeah, you made the right decision. Yeah. Cause, and then that's, and that's the, that's the mentality, though. That's the mentality. That's the mindset of what we're trying to do is because I think that part of what we're doing by you bringing in myself and Casey, the mighty Aquarians is that, um, you know, that you don't want to necessarily have yourself. You might think that there's a perception out there that it's all about. Yeah. I'm telling you, people be thinking that shit. Mm. I know they do. (laughs) Nobody says it to me, but like, I've heard a few people, like I got a couple of messages where people would be like, why don't you let Artesia talk a little more? And I think in, like when we was in the 100s of episodes, I yeah. was like, oh, yeah. yo, this ain't like, I'm trying. Yeah. But they didn't know that her That's voice, she hadn't found her voice do. yet. Right. But now she has her own voice. Like she she's doing a lot of permission. shit. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I've, and I've been, that's the beautiful thing about the relationship, right? Because I've been around uh, to see that evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I like to talk about it because- you know, he's obviously already seen the potential that yeah. you have. And now you see it and you give yourself permission and now your voice is super loud. She took some amazing super pictures. Loud. She takes some saying, she took some loud. amazing pictures last week. Normally what she does, she'll get pictures, mm-hmm. she'll get them done, and she'll send them to me. Because I know what she likes. Yeah. And I know I like I think I tell people all the time, anybody that's a creative, they're probably better than me. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to having an eye, yeah. For something that looks that good on an individual gift. person, that's, a gift. that's my shit. That's a gift. So, like, even when she's had professionally edited photos, she'll send them to me and be like, see what you can do. And, like, with the last one, all I did was, like, sharpened it and, mm-hmm. like, heightened the, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. the highlights of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, and I was like, yo, I said, you got to use these pictures, like, somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. soon. And you've already talked about being. I haven't. Okay, gone so we won't detail. talk about it. We won't talk about it. Right. I'll let you talk about that. But she's already moving into another professional level of her life. And yeah. I told her, I said, this is it. Mm-hmm. And these pictures are going to make people want to click and say, I want oh, her to do it. Oh, it's already done. That's what I'm saying. Numbers for me. Like, yeah. I've gotten so many referrals and yeah. things like that. And so, and I see, you know, I see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm feeling Shut good. Shut <laughs> You talking about like the profile picture that you switched up? Well, I did switch the profile. Yeah, that's the part okay. of it. But yeah. That's nice. You know. Well, I'm well, out here. My 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 uh, ways to energize, right? I love nature. I'm mm-hmm. like you, in a way. Yeah. I love the water. I mean, obviously, I'm an Aquarius. I love the water. I grew up around a beach. I love being in the woods, yeah. walking with sticks. You know, making walking sticks. That's and why stuff you like got that. a stick in your mouth. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm just you connected. Said a walking like, stick. You know, I get a you walking said he stick. You made them. Yeah, I get a. Did walking you make that stick. around your neck? No, no. Oh yeah, actually, I did. It's, it's from a. It's from another thing in my house. A little little beaded necklace. I mean, a beaded curtain. Yeah. It broke. And so I just made the necklace. Oh out of yeah, 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 yeah. Niggas are yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, can see you talking now. about that white wood, that tan wood? <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's literally the I got bead. a beaded curtain. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, snap. So I just made that. But but I just I've always loved nature. I always loved the woods. I always loved water, water sports, boating, and things yeah. like that. And I also I love taking pictures. I Nigga, enjoy taking know. pictures. I think anybody who <laughs> no, see, like pictures of the sky, pictures yeah. of this. And no, that. I know, like, nigga. I, love I think. That shit. I mean, I we did it. call you twenty eight eight and eight. You man. did twenty eight. Yeah, twenty. <laughs> no, no, twenty eight five and five. Yeah, twenty eight five and five. Yeah, that, that's good memory. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mister twenty eight five and five. And if you didn't check that check that episode, check you got it. Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
and you go to the Instagram stories and all them little white chicklets at the top, that nigga gonna always he's give you twenty eight. He's gotten a lot of better. Yeah, been, that's because quarantine. To... He ain't got as much shit to post. No, no, no. But if he was no, traveling, he's been out there. Yeah, I know. He'll post the grass if you let him. <laughs> Yo, this morning, I, this morning I saw some ants eating some honey that I dropped the other day, and I, and I took a picture of it. Some videos. I, like, I wonder if Instagram gonna like this. Ants are interesting though. <laughs> they are. Ants are very interesting are. creatures. When I was a kid, it's so crazy how when you were a kid, you do certain shit. With no fear. Mm-hmm. I used to pick up frogs. I used to go down into dark creeks with me and my homeboy, Jason Hamilton. Like, we used to do crazy shit. Throw windows, knock people's windows out, break mm-hmm. in the houses. Dumb shit, too. Go into dumb shit. Yeah. Wouldn't have no shit, fear. Shit that have you in juvie these Nigga, days. Nigga, that's true. Breaking into people. Like, <laughs> For real. I'm like, hold on. The creek part was yeah. these about breaking windows. I can't relate to that. But when I say breaking into people's <laughs> houses, I don't. Shit. No, no, no. <laughs> When I say breaking it, for real. Okay, let me explain myself. When I say breaking, <laughs> I'm getting so hot in this bitch. When I say breaking into people's houses, I mean like, so you know, if you have like a rent home, mm-hmm. it may be empty. So you just going in that bitch. You yeah. just doing it for no reason. Yeah, that's a Not breaking in, days. trying to be on, on some goon shit where you taking niggas' TVs off a wall. Just going in that a motherfucking abandoned building, bro. Like, I mean, I'm just like saying, ten and shit. I'm, I'm just saying, these days that's a felony, bro. I'm just saying. It was, it was a, felony a felony then. They just did. Oh, okay. It yeah, was okay. in Texacana. Nobody gave a shit. Oh, there you like, go. Okay. I mean, you could do shit down there. I bet you the motherfuckers that own the place. Gave this a is shit. the difference when the we talk about race. To throw a little race in there. Breaking in with black men, it's like a black kid. Yeah, we could have went to jail and did some real time. Yeah, but it's crazy how if you was a white kid, it's like kids being kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, but it is kids being kids. Just like if I when I was breaking those windows and doing the stupid shit I was doing. It was just being a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. Being a kid who wondered about things. Being mm-hmm. a kid who was at a Kojic-style church to where you couldn't do shit unless you broke the rules. Nothing mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And I'm like Hank Voigt off Chicago PD. If You know, I don't fuck with cops, but on that part he was talking about Ruzik, and Ruzik did do a good thing, but he was like, the cops is not getting in trouble aren't the good cops. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to be risking something or pushing the, you know, mm-hmm. pushing the envelope to get in trouble. Right. And that's with me. Like, the times I've gotten in trouble or the times people have done something like even if it's from SoundCloud and them telling us to stop playing certain music on the podcast mm-hmm. back in the day I still did that shit I'm like how the fuck you on? I got the CD mad when right. they would send the email yeah how dare you I said I paid if I, I bought this nigga CD I've already I, paid this man. nigga for the music I'm using this shit man that censorship ain't no joke man. that's why we're not on SoundCloud anymore I was dealing with that shit with Facebook the other day. I literally was doing a Facebook. Nigga, you always, I swear you got to know Mark Zuckerberg. Did, did you get back no, on You done got kicked off. Twi- yeah, he yo, did. Yo, they, they disabled my account. Again. Like, Again? For, for like a week. I saw but your then post. They, but then they, they they restarted it back. But I, I don't know what I did. But you know, Instagram, yeah. WhatsApp, and all that shit is all fucking connected. It's connected, mm-hmm. yeah. But the other day, I was doing a promotion, and and like I think I put FB in the text, and they came back with all this advertising shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, we know what the fuck FB is. Facebook, I'm talking about y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm posting it on y'all platform. But it's a lot of F12s going out there right now, so they probably don't know what the fuck. If it's a keyboard key or a fucking mm-hmm. F12 or... It's crazy though. That's the thing I think Shit people. It gets deep. It gets very deep, but I also think it goes back to the point of understanding. I told you we're not going to talk a lot of race, but I did want to throw in a little race uh, here and there because I know we have a few white people to listen. And I think imp- what's important is during these times, there's too many black people, or during these times, mm-hmm. there's too many black people talking to black people. We already know about this shit. Right, right, right. It needs no. to be like, like Veronica Mars said on the news this morning. I know that ain't her real name, but I don't know her real name. 
But Veronica Mars, like she said, she said, white people need to be talking to white people about Mm -hmm, this shit. mm -hmm. We like the ones who are open minded need to be talking to our family members and the ones who aren't open minded. And when you see a lot of these white kids that's been posting on their TikToks and shit, they have been having conversation with their parents Mm -hmm. and their parents are showing their true colors. I don't know if their parents know they're being recorded, Mm -hmm. but it's like the kids are holding the phone Mm -hmm. like at this angle and having that conversation and they're showing how racist their fucking parents are. Yeah. Yeah. But but and, and to me, the difference is. That's the one difference I can actually speak to in my own personal yeah. experience. During these times, most of the time I talk to black people and shit like this. You happens. do. Mm-hmm. This time. You got to talk directly to talking, the white yeah, folks. I've been talking to my wife. And not only just talking to them because most of the white folks that I know that are in my life are very, they understand white privilege. They yeah. understand they their do. responsibility and this racism shit. But but the people who who understand it that that don't speak up and then don't make a comment when yeah. somebody in their family says some racist shit. Yeah. Like it's time to start addressing your people about that. And another no. And another thing was they had, you know, on uh, a lot of these uh, streaming apps, they have all these black movies saying, hey, this is what you should watch. This is what Mm -hmm. you can learn about. Let me say this to white people who say I've never been exposed to racism or I don't know. All these movies that are coming out in the theaters. But no, 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 not even that. You just didn't have your eye open. Right. Now the world is opening in your eye because if you watch Free State of Jones, which you know they love them, some goddamn Matthew McConaughey. He's in that movie. It's talking about racism. Mm -hmm. If you like 12 Years a Slave, you know they like the way... You're going to watch, watch that watch movie. That shit. If you've seen um, basically all these movies, like Deadwood. Deadwood, I'm watching that right now on HBO. It's, mm-hmm. It ended in like 2012, but it's a movie talking about how Western civilization was being recreated mm-hmm. or being built when they basically came over, stole the land from the Indians. Yeah, yeah. And I talked about the Indian giver uh, context last mm-hmm. week. Well, when as I watch this show, like people watch it for entertainment or most white people probably watch that show for entertainment. But if you watch it, you'll see the privileges that white people had when this country was being created. Oh, no question. As they stole the Systems. land. Yeah, as they stole the land. That's why I posted that thing the other day. It's the difference between systematic and systemic racism mm-hmm. and oppression. But coming over here, even back in those days, I used to say you cannot kill a white man. Mm-hmm. That's why white men this day mm-hmm. think they're more important than everybody, because when America was started, as a white man, they didn't want you killing another white man right. because they wanted their population to grow. Exactly. Even the, then, in the eight, I think that show was like in the 1600s or 1800s, even when that shit was going on, like they would let Japanese people come into the camp. They were still racist towards them, but they would let Japanese people come into the camp. Niggas had to get shit on the outside of the camp. Mm-hmm. We've never been accepted never. into anything. So if you're watching these shows, you cannot sit here and tell me that you did not see the wrong or the inhumanity in those situations. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and not only that, but just the movies that we have now, like just for instance, like movies like Django, Crash, movies, oh, yeah. like Jan- movies like Crash, like there is racism, even if it's not a racism kind of movie, that racism is in the movie if you have your eye open to see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you go back and watch some of these movies that are applicable to things today, like for instance, um, have you ever seen V for Vendetta? Yeah, I watched yeah. part of it. If you watch that shit today. Yeah. Everything that's happening in that movie is applicable to what we're seeing today. So as you watch that movie that was that was made, whatever year it was made, yeah. today you're gonna see a lot of alignment to the shit that's happening in our country with viruses, with yeah. with, with the control yeah. of the government. Planet of the Apes. That's the thing. The, Planet the, of the Apes. The government control part of it is is bananas. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> uh, fucking Sesame Street. <laughs> like literally, like All no bullshit. Shit. Sesame Street is teaching you how to understand people's difference. Charlie wow. Brown. All them. Charlie Brown Charlie teaching Brown. you how to understand people's difference. Planet of the Apes, to me, that's literally black people mm-hmm. and white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They feared the apes because they were strong. They didn't understand them. This was like when it initially happened. If you look at it, you'll look at, if you know the history of the Zulu tribe and Europeans coming into Africa trying to take shit, like Shaka Zulu and them beat the Europeans yeah. like two, three times mm-hmm. before they could fuck with them niggas. 
until they brought the cannons and the muskets yes, and we indeed. hadn't upgraded yet and you can't bring a knife. That's why I think it came from you can't bring a knife to a gunfight. Gun mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's how you lose. That's how they beat the Indians. The Indians mm-hmm. had spears, arrows. They brought a knife to a gunfight. One thing about the Europeans or white people, they've always been advanced because they dilute or don't allow other people to know knowledge that they know. Right. And that's what keeps them behind. That's what makes it so fearful now because we have so many platforms to learn from mm-hmm. that it you know it scares them. They don't control who gets mm-hmm. to learn things no more. Right. Yeah, and, and that's what that's what I was saying earlier about the government part of it. The government, the the cover up, the control. Because really everything is about control. Even yeah. this coronavirus shit. I think that this the coronavirus shit honestly was something that they controlled and that they had a plan for. Of course. But then when this shit happened, they the shit it really bit them in the ass because yeah. now because because the the pandemic was a global pandemic so then when shit starts to happen now during a pandemic everything becomes global yeah. you got people in Paris you got people in, in all kind of places outside of the United States protesting for George Floyd something that happened in Minnesota Minneapolis Minnesota in the United States why the fuck are people in Liberia holding you know what I'm saying George, George Floyd. Floyd that shit never happened before no nope. but I think that during this pandemic yeah. this 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 environment of global shit. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why shit like that's able to flourish. That's how it should bit him in the ass to me. Where else in the world do you see this kind of racism on a national basis Mm-mm. though? Mm-mm. Nowhere. Like you don't see this kind of racism and we're supposed to be the country for all people. Are we supposed to be the country? Cause you drinking no, that fucking that Grand Marnier. As oh, I sip that shit, my armpit starts sweating. I said, <laughs> I yeah. mine into my champagne. <laughs> oh, you got champagne over uh-huh. there. Oh, cheers. Yes. Yeah, she's a, a what you say, what your mom used to say, you possibly gonna be a jig head. <laughs> yeah, Nigga she don't. was concerned about that. Yeah. It ran in the family. Yeah. Oh boy. You, you didn't really mom. drink a lot. I think the only time you probably drank a I lot. I didn't drink a lot yeah. because of the history in my family. family That's why also why I never tried certain drugs because yeah. Also with the weed. Like, yeah. I didn't even want to get started because in my family, yeah. And I remember when I first started smoking when we was together, I, t- I think I said it on the podcast. I she had, like, like, I was sucking host. a dick on a, like, to get weed. I was like, it it's became, just weed. In the beginning, and she, I understood and I, no, it. Let me finish, no. though, because then I was like, I had brought a pipe home one day, and she oh was like, God. come on. No, pipe. no, 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 no. What, I'm thinking, like, what No, I will tell you what did it for me. Because in the beginning, I understood that you were doing, it was helping you with the Bell's palsy, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. But... After you recovered, we went to California and we mm. were out there and we met up with one of our mutual friends, like family members, and he had the big old bong. Yeah. And oh, and, the homie. Yeah, yeah. So you got, you did it on the bong, and I was like, oh shit, this is some crackhead right. shit. It's like, <laughs> sucking on a glass dick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so glass dick, glass dick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what did it for me. But, you know, thankfully, I've become more informed in that. Yeah, see, and see how lack of education about something can make you seem well. It was also just just the pressure that was put on me to not continue what happened in my family because, like, my aunt, she was a crackhead. You know, my uncle, he was smart as fuck. Yeah, went off to college, got hooked on the wrong drugs, came back, he's schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. So it's like, don't try anything because you don't want to end up throwing your life away. Yeah, I want to speak to the George Floyd incident too because you know, as the coroners did the report on last week and this week, they were talking about. Where he had pre-existing conditions. Let me also say this: that doesn't still give you an out, white people. Mm-hmm. Why does that nigga have pre-existing conditions? Because a hundred yeah, years ago, two hundred years ago, yeah. we were only allowed. While y'all were eating the best parts of the cow, the chicken, the pig, that's why niggas be eating chicken feet and chitlins and all of that shit now. Because we had to make what y'all didn't want mm-hmm. fit for us. Mm-hmm. So we have a long line of DNA that's been traumatized, that's been 
fucked up uh, dietary issues and shit because we were never given an equal playing field. So when they talk about equality, that's the kind of shit. We even had to eat the less of the less of the food. So it's already in some of us to where it's like you just have to do better from there. But I'm going to tell you like this, seeing that nigga, he wasn't fat. No, he wasn't. He was not too big. Mm -hmm. It don't matter what you got when you got a, a knee on your neck. For nine yeah, minutes. Exactly. So for the white people Eight who minutes, probably saying, seconds. oh, he had pre-existing conditions, yeah, you could be a picture up. of hell. Let me put 230, uh, my knee on your motherfucking Please, neck. With my hands and in my pockets pushing down. Exactly. Please. I just don't like when they always try to make that yeah. little, That's what like, makes this them is feel what, better yeah. about yeah. what Well, happened. if he was healthier, maybe he wouldn't have died from a nine-minute yeah. neck hole. Yeah. Bullshit. But now, everything me, goes back to race. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me, say, let me say this about that. First of all, you know, when you talk about George Floyd, when you talk about Eric Garner, you know, who was apparently selling Lucy cigarettes. That motherfucker, give the motherfucker a citation and let him go about let his go business. About his he don't deserve to die for that shit. If you want to talk about a, a, a counterfeit or, a, you know, what was this, a hot check or some yeah. shit like that? There wasn't a hot check. Yeah, whatever yeah. the situation is, whatever the fucking crime is, I guarantee you the punishment for that is not death. So mm-hmm. get the fuck, get off of that Even shit. Even the circulation of that picture where the white kid, they showing the white kid that robbed, did armed robbery, and the black kid who did armed robbery, and the, black, the white and kid the, got two years in mm-hmm. county jail, and mm-hmm. the black kid got 26 years in prison. In prison. For the same goddamn crime. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, like, when white people see that kind of shit and say it's not, it's no issue, you lying. Exactly. Now, now let's, that's systematic shit, and that's that's part of the, the issue with the criminal justice system, with the education system, mm-hmm. with all of the systems that have, been in, that have been put in place to keep us at the bottom crust. Now, I will go back to your point about the soul food and shit like that. I definitely blame them for for the initial uh, because, again, again, we weren't privy to the same parts of the food and all that, which created dishes uh, for us hereditary with our ancestors. But today. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Today, I'll tell you this. I'm with you on this. Mm -hmm. The other day. Right. We talk about black businesses now. The other day I was having a conversation. Shout out to Gina from the G Lounge having a conversation about going all black and businesses and things Mm -hmm. like that. So I was at work the other day. I said, you know what? I was going to go to the little Asian spot to get me some some motherfucking spring rolls. Right. Mm -mm. Yeah. I said, I'm not doing it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look up some black businesses in my community. And them motherfuckers do not respect us. Now, check this out. No, they don't. Fifteen mile radius, bro. Mm -hmm. Eight to ten black owned businesses. Guess what they were? What? Soul food. That's what I just told Anthony because when I went back to work, I was like, "Well, I'm only going to eat black owned." And literally, I went out to Miss Mary's Southern Kitchen. She's out near my job. I ain't fucking with Miss Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Soul food. Put eight sticks of butter. I was ready to go to sleep. I I got it because I wanted to do black owned. Like that was my commitment to myself. Just go get a bitch. But it's difficult. Like I can't. I can't eat this every day. But that's what I'm saying. And so that's where the responsibility for us comes in when it comes to sustainability of black businesses. I want to go in. I want to go to the juice bar Mm -hmm. and get me a juice. I want to go get me a fucking yoga bowl or some healthy shit. I want to go get me a spring roll. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but in my job, 15 mile radius, eight to 10 businesses, all soul food and barbecue. You know what I'm saying? What am I supposed to do in that situation when I'm trying to pork and swine and all that shit all the time? All the time. I better have a different side of me. Or like me and Ortiz. We got to do better, man. When I make my peach cobbles, whatever the sugar amount they say, I normally use half of that. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to have the sweetest sugar to where it's like, ooh, like I can't even eat shit. I remember I used to love eating like fried pork chops and shit. If I walk into a house mm-hmm. now and somebody's frying a pork chop, I'm leaving the frying house. Frying anything. That's really? when you come yeah. in the house. That's when you used to go to your grandma's house and you leave and you come out smelling smell like your like shirt yeah. smell like a pork grease. chop. Your slack smell like grease. Your shoes smell like mothballs. Like it smelled like anything and everything that you didn't want to fucking smell like. Yeah, you could look, imagine imagine that shit being cooked in your house on a daily basis and you go to school smelling oh like that. I, I I had a situation like that. 
You know, you go that's to school. Not, yeah, smell go like school, it. smell like food. Or you wonder why, like, not being funny, like, I don't think black people need to always match your BMI, your body mass index. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah, bullshit. No. That's all based yeah. on that's white on their skill. That, that's why, and that, but yeah. not being funny, every perfectly said, yeah. everything that they try to tell us to do, which is why America lacks diversity, mm-hmm. it's white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I went to the doctor, they'll say, Anthony, you're obese. Do yeah. I look like I'm fucking right, obese? Exactly. I look like a stick. Yeah, they said, they, they said for my Black-ish. height at five, nine and a half, I should be 180 to 85 pounds. Okay. Mm. I asked her, and this is when I was young, I said, will I lose weight in my dick? Because if I'm losing weight everywhere else and I lose 30 pounds, what else do we lose? Women lose their breasts. Yeah, they do. I don't need, if I I got to be a fat motherfucker, give me thick thighs. I ain't trying to lose no girls. I never thought about that. I I never thought about that. Fuck that, that, bro. They lose weight. They lose their ass. They lose their titties. Yeah. They do. They lose the the gap. They get that gap in between their legs. The the meat on the the pussy ain't as fluffy. How come you can't lose meat? But that clit don't get smaller, do it? No, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) that's like saying your dickhead don't get smaller, but the the, the shaft do. The shaft. Oh, no. You be walking around. I don't know why. Oh, my God. Um, look, I, I would say that, uh, you know, this is a Casey's going to be really happy when I use this. I am anatomically correct. Mm. Uh, so therefore, I do not want to lose any weight there ever. OK, okay, okay Steve. Mason. You don't in. want to. I don't. You don't because I have you're going no to look, look weird, bro. <laughs> and that's why I try to tell people, but not being funny, going to hopping into interracial dating of any kind. That's why women of other races, when they're thicker. Black men appreciate that yes, shit. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. You know and, what I'm saying? And usually other races don't. They call them fat. Yeah. Yeah. Now white boys are starting to love ass, but they didn't used to like it they, no, like no, no, that. No, no, now no, they still fat. only like a particular size on that thing. Right. You know, they still want the workout little it's tight boot. It gotta be a professional booty. No, no, no. It does. Yeah, if it's unprofessional, it's such a thing. And yeah. I you know, and I feel like in situations like that, you know, some women they just bless with what they bless with. And you right? can't but do you, shit about mm-hmm. it. But but you're right. There is a certain like size that, you know, there's certain clothes that you have to wear to to mm-hmm. kind of cover that a little bit. You're going to distract motherfuckers. You can't help that. Yeah. yeah. Church is the worst place to go now. I was telling somebody oh, this yesterday. I, I can't. I never forget I going to St. Paul Baptist Church out here. And I think it was like in <laughs> Grand Prairie. Mm-hmm. And I went there one of the times when I first moved here. And I remember going there and I left in mid-service. And my homeboy was like, where are you going? I said, bro, I can't do this. <laughs> like every time I stand up, like these motherfuckers. But they also are, doing it on purpose. Yeah, too. but they ain't wearing no panties or they wearing thongs. It's like church. Yeah. Church is the worst place. I know. I ain't been to church in years, but every time you go, you go to a black church, you ain't checking for no word, nigga. They trying to Find yeah, somebody. yeah, y'all in the wrong. Listen, you going to the wrong church, man. That's everywhere. That's every church. I, I, just, I, just, I just had to <laughs> say, I just say, what church <laughs> you going to? No. The only other church you gonna go to is it's gonna be worse. <laughs> like go I don't want to see them bro. looking crazy. Either. Yeah, go online. Go church online. ain't for me, man. I can't do that shit. <laughs> Not at all. But I did, like I said, that point about the Deadwood thing. Like I just want white people to know if you're looking for, like, look around you. Like you don't have to go and watch all the black movies. Look at the movies your people are are, are writing, mm-hmm. and look at the privilege that Not they have in movies. these movies. Listen to the stories that the story, that you yeah. hear like yeah. every day now, at I, work. I saw something recently. My sister posted something in our little family group about how, um, like, like movies like like uh, like the Huckleberry Finn movies. And shit I said like that, that. Did same you see shit that? in the book too. They, yeah. Like they, they used to make you read the Huck Finn in school. It's required yeah. reading. Yeah, and I think that they're making a they're making a change. Like even with the Scarlet Letter and things like that. Like they're they're redoing those movies to really highlight the racism in it. Like mm-hmm. having I don't know if it's gonna be, I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they basically because back in the day, like if you look at a Huckleberry Finn movie, 
Like they're basically just let it go through. Like little motherfucker calling him a nigga and all that but shit. But that's what I'm really saying no, in the book. Yeah. Even in the book, think mm-hmm. about being a black person having to read that right. fucking book mm-hmm. when they're calling you nigga, 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 this, nigga, that. You yeah. ain't this telling. White people, what if we had a book? And, oh, and I'm sick oh, of you motherfuckers complaining oh, after one please. or two weeks of this shit. Oh because God. think about days, read, 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 think about reading the book and it's like, yeah, and this stupid ass cracker mm-hmm. couldn't do this. Oh, yeah. That would you, be so yeah, weird. Or this fucking trailer trash ass bitch oh. like, couldn't do that. Yeah. We know what it we is. We know what right. it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Or if we was like, oh, this, this, you know, this little dick motherfucker, or this right. slow yeah, mother, call like God all your fucking faults. All you yeah, slow, no jumping, little dick, you know no rhyming, Ooh. can't create, bland cooking. Like, think if we were saying this shit all the fucking time. Well, how about this? What if we had, and I was just and making you read it in the book. But right. what if, what if we had, what if we had some, uh, you know, like a production company that that it would actually allow a black producer to make a movie that reversed the roles yeah. in black folks. When crackers get masters. gone I'm and this nigga's coming yeah. in. No, I'm a- saying, but what if, what, if, what if it was historical? We just switched the roles and the black folks was the masters but and the white folks was the, the sh- slaves. Yeah, that's what some of the shows This are is doing. what I just thought about yesterday. That's why I said crackers <laughs> get gone. This is a movie I've literally <laughs> thought about. And the hold, movie on, I, hold on, you got to be careful, no, man. You no, fuck you this. We need a... Cracker get gone. You take a nigga... From 2020, like T'Challa, man. niggas Somebody gonna take your shit. I don't give a fuck. Niggas who like T'Challa, give a nigga who can use AK-47s, any kind of pistol, and, and let that nigga time warp back into slavery <laughs> times. It'll be kind of like when uh, Dave Chappelle on the Dave Chappelle yeah. show when he was like, "Stick your hands to the right. sky, honky. Raise your hands <laughs> yeah. to the sky, honky." And he whipped that nigga. Yeah. Like that's the kind yeah, of shit for real. That's why Dave Chappelle was so important, mm-hmm. but so controversial. I that because yeah. Controversial because he would do that shit. Like everybody like that shit. Raise your hands to the sky, honky. And he whipped that nigga. <laughs> then he shot him in the heart. So he shot him. Shot him in the heart. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, that's uh, the kind of shit that needs to be fucking... Bring Dave Chappelle back. Oh, please bring him back. Bring a Michael Shea back. With all the shit that's going on, he bring would it back. like a fucking sketch comedy Let's show. Let's offend these motherfuckers. Yeah, because you know you there's, truth, there's truth in comedy. There's truth in comedy. Think of a black man, like, think of a watch reading in a book oh or you looking God. on the computer and I, me... I take a noose, put it around a white man's neck. Ha ha, come on, crack right. ass and bitch. Has some old, and throw up over the tree and, and say, let's hang this whole ass white nigga. And have some black Jank kids him up. looking at that shit. Like yeah. they had you have yeah. little white and kids. Look, and say, look at this white nigga shit. bleed. Look at and call out all his fucking faults. And then cut his dick off. But they ain't gonna cut his dick off because it ain't big enough to even be worried <laughs> it's about. It's not much. Yeah, it's not <laughs> gonna be worried about it. Some bullshit. You got some white dudes with some big dicks, but let's just, yeah. But I mean, for the predominant, for the most part, eye for an eye, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Let's do what you <laughs> cut yeah. that shit off. But that's the thing, bro. Like those are the things that we like. These are the things that y'all people did, and we and we have been subject to that that imagery. For, oh, our lives. Centuries. Yeah. When your parents don't like seeing you interracial, I've had to tell this story. Like when I've dated white women, or Asian women, anything, I've had to tell the story. My mom's not racist. But she would prefer me to be with a black woman because yeah. she feels like that's where I would be appreciated mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's always the case, right. but that's why they feel that way. I also tell the story about my mom telling me the story when Montgomery Rewards was in. And then my mom was like, hey, I need to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. My mom was getting ready to walk into the little girl's room and my grandma was like, no. They took her out the backside of Montgomery Wars and my, she said my grandmother always kept a Folgers can mm-hmm. so they could piss or shit or whatever they had to do in that fucking can, mm-hmm. can. outside of a store in the 50s and 60s and 70s. Mm. So do we then give our parents the pass? Because now is the time where everybody is like, you know, well, everybody's, I guess our generation is more accepting. 
of the ones that have not shown us those tendencies mm-hmm. or traits, but a lot of the older generation is like, no, I don't want to have nothing to do with it at all. Well, let me so say, do you give your parents a pass? I don't give them a they, pass because just like Frank said, if you can learn and relearn your or unlearn, learn behaviors about how you eat and how you do, mm-hmm. and every white person or every black person that has at least one friend, even if it's a work friend, mm-hmm. that's a white person that you fuck with. Right. So to me, at some point, it makes us hypocritical right. if you're judging every fucking white person and we're asking for those things not to be done to us. Right. That's the thing that's made exactly. black people so fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. God is a, they yeah, always never. say God is a what? A merciful God. Mm-hmm. White folks ain't merciful. No, no, that no. makes us more like a God exactly. because we are merciful. When we know we could take this motherfucker over with nobody pushing back. Exactly. It would be weak. It would be weak. Mm-hmm. And God, if he's real, he sits up there knowing he can watch he this shit out. That's the part about being a God, though. Mm-hmm. You let shit sort itself out and you give people graces and mercy. Mm-hmm. And we've been giving motherfuckers grace and mercy for a long goddamn and time. Sometimes and sometimes you have natural. to come in with that vengeance. Yes, yes. just like on, mm-hmm. uh, what's that show where uh, Clash of the Titans? Mm-hmm. When uh-huh. they, you know, when they was like, they're not praying to the gods no more. Well, when motherfuckers don't respect you no more, you make them respect you. And White folks stop respecting now. us and they never have. And now we like, motherfucker, get down and lay down. But see, this is, and that's the reason to me, like, I, I agree with you 100%. I believe that that for the most part, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a black man. I just look at, you know, the traits of, of racism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that black people are so, you know, like loving and accepting and look at things from a, a, a holistic sense, like mm-hmm. a human race. Even though all the bullshit that's happened to us, it still hasn't created this mindset of black supremacy because that's just not to me in my opinion it's not in our nature like black supremacy just like white supremacy yeah. is based off an inferiority complex we don't necessarily look at ourselves as inferior but we also don't look at ourselves as superior to anybody else mm-hmm. that's why we haven't done that's why things. we are mm-hmm. that's why we the fucking moors help the fucking yeah. and who's the, the king the of the jungle in, the dark in africa ages. a lion mm-hmm. a lion you know? shows compassion he builds a tribe to me white people are the jackals mm-hmm. they sneaky they tricky For real. they weak they bow down, mm-hmm. but if they are going to jump you, like when you they saw Mufasa in, in his car, they come in a pack yes, against that do. one. Yes, they do. If you look at it, that's what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Why do I say this? Because if you look at a movie, we watch when we watch the new um, Simba. What is this shit? Lion King. Mm-hmm. When we watch the new Lion King, that's the first thing we said. We was like, this is still like some white folk shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can still look at that and be like, this is jealousy. Mm-hmm. This is what this is. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know, bro. It's just so many things and I look at. it's always been the case. It's always They've been that always way. They've always wanted something that, that we, we have. had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we ain't trying to take nothing from you. figure it out, so they just said. And we've even had white people talk to both of us and be like, yo, mm-hmm. I would have been done came after y'all. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, that, but that's the thing, though, is even even though, because the, the way the system is set up is like, okay, like just even look at sports, for instance. We're going to take the best of what y'all got. This is integration mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to take the best of what y'all got. And bring it over here for our benefit. So, because when we do that, then whatever you have established is gonna crumble. Yeah. And if it don't crumble, we come with the bombs and the fires and all that shit. Yeah. And take Greenwood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, right. Black Wall Street yeah. as an example. Just one example of many black, thriving black, homogeneous communities that were intentionally bombed and destroyed yeah. mm-hmm. by white supremacy. Because they were scared of what it could build. Yeah. Yeah. They were scared of the vision of like Malcolm X used to say, we need our own armies, our own navies, Everything. our own stores, own our police. own schools, our own police. Own businesses. Like you shouldn't be in my community. Own banks. If, white pe- if them cops go to them communities and pull them white people over, every soccer mom got more prescription pills in her purse than she should have. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you go to a pharmacy and your prescription says 40 pills, you should directly take that shit to the house and put it away. Mm-hmm. And when you travel, you should not have more than two or three pills on you. If you get pulled over and you have a bottle of prescription pills, I will go to jail Mm -hmm. or they're going to be asking for my prescription. If they get pulled over, they're not checking none of that shit. 
And, and that's it. the thing that white people love is pills. When I was doing drugs and selling drugs, that's what I sold. Pills. Yeah. Never did drugs. I saw RTZ eyebrows go up. Yeah. When I was selling drugs, I never sold. I didn't even sell weed. I only sold pills, bro. Big pharma companies, they make trillions, billions of dollars a year. What's the problem of me finding a little motherfucker who want to mm. give me a script pad and make do? Hey, the, the riches mm. is in the treatment, not the cure. Man. And the reason that I tell, like I quoted a long time ago, still from your government, because your government is stealing from you. I say that wholeheartedly mm. because, again, with Deadwood, when they was creating these different towns and shit, like Deadwood was his own little city mm. when, the, when everybody was taking over. It was the government who said, let's create 50 states. Let's get all of them to buy in and make ourselves stronger. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when we was watching um, Bjorn and them oh, on yeah, Vikings. Viking. They was trying to um, bring all of Norway mm-hmm. together to be a fist. Yeah. Yeah. That's fist, what America was trying to fist, do. Baby. But when they were bringing them people from uh, Virginia over to the West Coast where they was doing the gold mining back in them days, they were trying to ask them, hey, well, you need to pay this if you're doing it. How the fuck you just get here in Williamstown in Virginia and you trying to tell me what to do in San Francisco when yeah. y'all ain't even never been there. Right, but you know it. it's gold in Denver and San Francisco Ooh, and you yeah. trying to make gold me pay a tax baby. when it ain't even a 50 states yet? Mm-hmm. The government has always robbed and steal people. And you know what the motherfuckers that were white men in the West Coast was telling them cocksuckers, as they said on Deadwood on the East Coast? How much the bribe they want? Mm-hmm. Where we I call taxes, mm-hmm. they call bribes, bribes back in the day. Yep. Yep. And they would say when they brought that letter and they was like, "Hey, well, y'all need to pay taxes or whatever on all that gold." Mm-hmm. The what the mayors of Deadwood and them said, they said, "Well, how much can we get? Let's put some taxes on the people of this city mm-hmm. so we can get them to pay the bribe." Yeah. So as we pay taxes in this motherfucking city of right Dallas now, today, in this state of Texas, today. we're paying the bribe of Texas the to the government. fucking government. Exactly. The same shit. Ain't shit changed, bro. Sa- the same reason why they wanted to come here and establish their own. This is for the same reason. Yeah. Fucking the UK was, was taxing the, the new America. Yeah. That was like, fuck all that shit. Just what like tax evasion and bills and billions and shit. And These niggas have the money to do it. the same system. Exactly. We establish the same system. And the white man write the law so they can write a law or a loophole that's above everybody else because they know that loophole. Mm-hmm. We got to do the research or hope some Figuring ignorant, rich black nigga ain't a, an elitist and want to keep it to itself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because there's a few, there's a few of us you in there with yeah. him. Oh, there's yeah. a few of us in there with him. There's more than a few, but That's the niggas, yeah. But not being funny, white men pay them to keep their head down mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they know if it's showing. Like, if they had more Robert Morris's, what's that, those two billionaire guys? The one who gave the money to Morehouse and paid for everybody's whatever. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. the guy yeah. who's fighting Viacom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Though, if, if, yeah, if it was more niggas like that, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. It would be crazy. People oh, yeah. be thinking Oprah's on our side. I don't know much about yeah. Oprah, but when Oprah was talking to black people about racism the other it's day, everybody was like, everybody was like, Oprah yeah. talking to black people about race? Because yeah. she always talking to everybody else. And it's okay to do that, man. but listen. I don't feel no connection to Oprah. She too far advanced for me. No question. But you know, and I don't know how long we're going to be having this conversation about race. You can move whenever but, you want. Well, listen. No, 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 no. I'm talking about- because Oh, in America. I was, yeah, I was yeah. going to move to- um, because what you're saying is, is because right now, see, this is how I look at the shit. Very similar to something that I heard on, on the radio the other day about how now these, these motherfuckers in the NFL, like the Jared Goffs, the Tom Brady's or whoever are now talking about this shit. Why? Why are they, why, why do they feel okay to talk about it now? And the the situation hasn't changed from four years ago when Colin Kaepernick was kneeing. Why? Because, because they of realize shit. the severity of it. Well, no, 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 not no. Even I, don't, the severity. I don't agree. I, I don't think, think it's so. they know that black people and them black saying. teammates not going to let them come into that. Stu- it's pressure that's, on the niggas in the locker room. It is. But not only that, but this environment that we're in right now makes it safe to talk about that shit. Fuck mm-hmm. Drew Brees. When, Con, when, Con, when fucking Colin Kaepernick took that knee, mm-hmm. he fucking fell on a sword for a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, but the situation is exactly the same. So now why is it? 
exactly. that Tom Brady, Jared Goff, all these motherfuckers now want to talk about but shit. Coaches now want to talk about this shit. They don't have a choice you know but to. I don't. I I see what you're saying, and I and I agree in a way. Mm-hmm. But I also I also feel like because you got to understand the people we dealing with. Mm-hmm. Just like the motherfuckers like Oprah. Why is it that Oprah has never really talked about race, and now she's talking about it now mm-hmm. because the shit is sexy and, and and it's safe to talk about the shit. Well, I've always it's told safe. you. I right. went to college. That's where I got my degree in broadcasting. There's no fucking. I'm sorry, real quick. There's no sacrifice that it's they're not. making like 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 Colin Kaepernick no. made. Mm-hmm. The issues are fucking same. Oprah would have to lose the old network to do what Colin Kaepernick did. The, the situation's the same as yeah. it was four years yeah. ago, but right now the environment, everything that's happening with the uprising, people are tired and they say, you know what, this is an opportunity. Now I could say some shit. Yeah. I don't. I don't really give a fuck, but yeah. I'm gonna say something now because it's safe. The number one media money maker in the media is racism. Mm-hmm. That's what oh, yeah, I no learned question. my first year of broadcasting school. That's the number one thing. Like you said, I heard Maria, I think her name was Maria Taylor or something. She's on ESPN, the black uh, woman who spoke out against Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. And she said it. She was like, now with this issue going on, a lot of black people in media now have the opportunity or the voice Mm -hmm. to say what they have to say. Because prior to, they couldn't do it because of their contracts or whatever. Mm -hmm. This is what I'll say that. That's why I never went to Channel 8, Channel 3, Channel 6, Channel 5, because I knew that I could not be there. In some way... Black people in media sell their souls to have those jobs and have those careers. Mm-hmm. That's why I always respected Jamel Hill, yeah. who no oh, longer yeah. works for ESPN, oh, yeah. Yeah. because she just kept jabbing and jabbing jab. and jabbing until they, they got rid of her. Show but too, she had, man. yeah, they did they her and Michael Smith. Show, mm-hmm. But because, but now you don't see her face as much, unfortunately. She because, out there, though. Yeah, but she's yeah. still out there working for The Atlantic and writing mm-hmm. articles and doing mm-hmm. whatever. But she was willing to lay her life her credibility, her, her reputation yes. on the line. Not yes. being funny. Not many I, I would like to say I've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. I know me and RT, I oh, tell her, have. I told her, I said, there's certain jobs I'm never going to get because of the shit I said. I don't give a fuck. And it's fuck. crazy because thinking about it, like, you know me, I have never been denied a job. Yeah. Like, I always go, yeah. kick, kill the interview, get it, whatever. Recently, I got turned down for a position because of my association with the podcast. And yeah. they were like, well, are, do you plan on continuing to be affiliated with the podcast? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, because white people don't get to tell yeah. us what the fuck we can and can't exactly. do when they do the same shit. But the difference about us is we ain't pussy enough to just say it within four walls at all times. Exactly. Right. We doing exactly. the shit when we want, how we want. Exactly. Because and at some point we can't be ran and conformed by these motherfuckers. Them days is gone. And exactly. I could t- and I could tell you also that that I also had a situation when I was going for a promotion where the podcast came up. This particular podcast. Yeah, you did tell me mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. You know, and, and, the, and the, the conversation was about, well, maybe, you know, you might need to you know, not do it as much or whatever, whatever, because whatever's out there is out there, but don't add to it. And I was like, oh, I, right. you know, I can make that decision on my yeah. own. And mm-hmm. I made the decision to continue to do what the fuck I do. Yeah. And I still got the fucking job. But this like, is the, I'm, I'm not, you're not going to, you're not going to stifle my creativity or stifle the shit that I do outside of the If you the do, job. then when do you get to live your yeah, life? Exactly. When do you be free? When do you become I'm going to tell a lot of black free? people who be acting like they really doing something. They'll be like, well, I don't do this because of my job. Fuck you and your job. <laughs> if you ain't saying shit and you being silent because you make a hundred thousand, a hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, you are a nigga that can be bought. You are a coon. You are a house nigga. I don't give a fuck what kind of job you got or if you got a family because it was niggas who was willing to feed their families by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've had niggas tell me, I can't do what you do, bro. Respect to you, but I need this 100K. I need this 150. I I need this 200. I'd be like, you do what you do. Mm -hmm. But my honor and my name means something to me. When I talk or I have a kid or when I go mentor, I can speak to who the fuck I am. When I've went and I've still been called out to schools to speak and do this, and when I do it, I don't cover up my tattoos or wear no damn suit right. to cover up who I am. Let's see, that's that's. I thing, go though. in being who I am, that, that, and too many niggas go and talk to these black communities and black youth 
up at this level mm-hmm. and they never understand you because they're here. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you got to meet people where they are. You got to meet people where they are. You got to be able to make a connection. And, and given what you just said about people's jobs and stuff like that, you know, I respect it. But, you know, I'm going to I'm going to quote the famous uh, my man, Sean Price. I think I think my man Spider will appreciate this. Fuck you and the crackers that own you. Right. <laughs> that's I mean, true, bro. Period. Maybe yeah. that's the name of the podcast. I like that. Fuck you yeah. and the crackers that own you. Yeah. I like that. I like the controversial I'm, you know, topics. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. With that being know. said, we're gonna take a five minute break because we this episode is actually up. We we ran right into the hour and we're making two episodes, so we're gonna continue over. This is episode 281. What's the name of the podcast gonna be? Hit it. Fuck you and the crackers that own you. Yes. What kind of song? Hey, you got YG Fuck the Police on there? <laughs> F12, put that on there. No, that's not because I no, ended off with that. It. I ended. Yeah, wait, we, we got to go with something else. Frank, it's still on you. What you, Arteza and Frank. This, I ain't in this Yo, one. I mean, what I y'all want to do? Electronica was that, that album got, is dope. Yeah. You can put something else on there. The entire album. It's got something DJ else on Spider. there? Oh, yeah. He got well, a whole, we, whatever you want to find on there. But I think I like that. This is why I wanted to expand and create because I should not be the only one with the intellectual property. Arteezy always used to say a lot of hot shit when we got in the car. And I was like, mm-hmm. you should have said that shit on the right, podcast. On the microphone, the mics so, is hot. I gave you songs. <laughs> I'm not coming no, for I'm you. I'm just saying, you know, oh, I give you stuff. I gave you songs. I did. Because <laughs> right. that's what you're talking about. That's where you're going. You can, you can even this. go. Like, I'm, I trust Spider, but you can even go with the Exhibit C if you wanted to. That's, that shit is dope, too. Dope beat. Everybody. And I still have not listened you to You haven't listened to it? I still it? haven't listened to it. I've literally gotten yeah, caught go up in a rotation of what I normally listen to. And I've been trying to break outside of that, which is why I told Artiza, I was like, I need to get on Tidal or go to Spotify, mm-hmm. something to switch it's up. Worth it, yeah. It's yeah, worth it, man. It's worth it. Yeah, you got to go to Tidal. Yeah, I need so to break it. It's new, time to go now. Join us. Yeah. That new Big Mike uh, run the Jewels shit, too. I mean, uh, yeah. Killer yeah. Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. That shit, they, they run the Jewels shit. I like so they that. just came out with another one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we said like that last week time sometime. All right. You Hot got shit. something for us? Hot shit. Whenever you're ready, Spider. Yeah, that's that Exhibit C right there. Episode 282 coming up. You are now listening to The Reality Is. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, this time around, the revolution will not be televised. show a little something yeah good for you, yeah man. in the I'm beginning and then he showed me who he really was next time i tried to hold his hand he snatched that shit away no but you came more than you ever came in your life okay. uh, exactly <laughs> Touché. Touché. today on news four at four we're working for you an inside look at the local covid vaccine trial for kids what children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated today at 4 p.m on nbc4 
Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.